We're continuing with the Shleishim uh, from the Chavis HaTalmidim at the end of the Sefer. What we've discussed in the past two or three weeks is he explained to us that the, there's a chukah in every single yid. The chukah is and therefore there's a chukah inside of every, every single yid to be able to connect to something bigger and deeper and, and larger. And therefore there's a chukah in, in the Nisham of every yid to be able to be, to be, able to be maimik in, in certain svar magadoshim. And he said that part of the part of the hemshech of the sefer throughout the sefer he spoke about tikkun he spoke about Hashem, and he spoke about in general how a person is supposed to work in themselves. And he says that ultimately what's going to happen is, is as as a person begins to work in themselves and to be able to be zeichet to be able to hear the call of his neshama inside of him, which that's how we teach him lav nevim heim b'nei nevim heim that every single yid has the neshama inside of him, which is calling out to him shuvu on him him and calling out and telling the yid to grow to grow higher to go, to go to grow greater in their levels of avodas Hashem. And remember, every single yid is going to have a natural chuka natural desire when they're able to listen to the call of the neshama, the desire to be, to be maimik in certain svarim and to, and to get involved in the Yiddishkeit and more of a, in a tifa way, not just in a way of chitonias, not just doing the same things that we've been doing the whole life. When a person starts to really work on themselves, so what's gonna happen is a person's gonna say, I want my davening to be different. I want my learning to be different. I want the svarim that I'm involved in to be different. I wanna be able to get involved in more of a pnimiyasek avoida. And therefore he said what he, what's mechoyiv on him to do after he went through the whole sefer and gave us the general mahalach and avoida Hashem is now he has to take us to the next step. The next step is now there's a now we want. Now we want to get involved in, in deeper svarim. Now we want to be able to understand ruchnias and Yiddishkeit in a deeper way. So now we have to understand exactly how to get involved in this svarim. That's really what the Maimar Rishon is going to talk to us about. And this is just everything we said the past three weeks is really a, a hagadama to this. But the Maimar Rishon is going to talk about how a person is supposed to be learning svarim, which talk about deeper in yadim. Because again, that's the chuk of a yid. The chuk of a yid is a desire. There's a gaping hole inside of a yid, which is a desire is to be filled up with the Indian of ruchnias and with dvarim akadoshim and memela. A yid is going to be, want to be involved in these svarim, and therefore. He has to give us some sort of mahalach, some sort of way, and some sort of derech how a person is able to be involved in this farm. What he's going to begin this week talking about is very pashtakasha that a lot of people have. A very Pasha Kasha, a lot of people have when they begin learning Svarim, which maybe talk about things which are above, above our Asaga. The Kasha is that the, 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 the Mishnah in Perki Yava says, that if somebody is Chachmas, what's a Daima to? That somebody who's somebody who's chachma is more than his meisim. He's daimet. He's daimet to a tree that the the branches of the tree are greater than the shirashim. The shirashim represent the meisim of a person. The branches are greater. Mamela ruach is going to come. A wind's going to come and pick up the whole tree. The tree is very heavy on the top. It's very. It's lacking roots on the bottom. Mamela one wind can come up. Can come pick the tree. And mamish not and mamish not get down. So Mamela, he says the mission Perkiyava says that somebody who's chachmasa is mrumei ma'isav is somebody who's not holding in a, in a good place. His ma'isav, his chachma is very good. He's involved a lot of chachma, but his ma'isim, the roots of what he has, is not is not in a good place. And Mamela, his kasha is, and this kasha a lot of people have. And we begin learning Sfarim, which talk about tifer zachin. Somebody just asked me on Shabbos. He just told me he started learning Tanya, and he said I learned it. It's, it's not very practical. So we're very hoichazachin. Talking about the, you know the the, the nefesh of Bahamas, the nefesh of Lakis, and the ten spheres and the levushim. So again, if you go weiter in time, you'll be able to see that's very, very practical. He's, he's building up a seder to explain to a person how a person says, a lot of times a person can learn svarm like that and they look like they're very, they're very not practiced. They're very not something, some, not something lamaisa. You can learn a muster safer and we'll tell you, do this, be careful about kas, be careful about gaiva, careful about ashenahar. These are the ways that you should work on yourself. And then you could go learn a little bit of the deeper svarim. And the deeper svarim talk about things which are higher than our seichel. We're going to be over on this mission, Perky Elvis, that it's going to be we're going to have a lot of chachma, but the chachma doesn't, it doesn't translate. Into so we know a lot, we're involved in a lot, we have a, we have a lot of, we have a lot of hasagas and big zachin in, in, in our lamas, I'll talk about the lamas, the, you know, the lamas of the world, atzilas, bri, yitzira, asiya, we know all of these zachin, but it's not practical. What do I need to know about things that are beyond me? What do I need to know about the nefesh, ruach, neshama, 
yechida. What do I need to know about ten spheres? These are all things which are not practical. And if you want to talk to me about avayd Hashem, talk to me about something practical. Tell me how I should serve Hashem. Tell me what time I should wake up in the morning. Tell me what. Tell me what I should do. How I should put on tefillin. How I should be makayim all the mitzvahs and all the halachas properly. You start talking about things that are not practical. So a person says it's chachmasim ruma ma'isim. It's very nice. It's great chachma, but it's nothing to do with my ma'isim. It's nothing to do with action. Again, it's a, it's a it's a feeling that a lot of people have, especially when they start learning svarim, especially sefer chesidusna and balshemtiv and talmidim, and in general svarim that are talking about tifur zachin. You open up, you know, we sell all your wine traps svarim. Probably in the, in the literature world is the biggest the biggest mekabal in the last generation. And he talks about zachin. Some of them is practical. A lot of stuff he talks about is very very haich and very. So fine, it's very nice. I now know about a little bit more about the way the spheres interact and the way the Rabbanisham. What does that have to do with me? What does that have to do with my life, Bechlal? And a male person feels that it's Chachmasim Rubmei Maisel. It's not Chayich to me, Bechlal. And a person feels like I don't want to hear it. I'm not interested in it. I want to learn something which is practical, something which talks to me. Right? I've ever seen it sometimes in, uh, sometimes in Shul. I'll speak on Shul and Shabbos and people will say, okay, but it's very nice. You get a 45 minute cheer and something in a Pneumistic Indian. But practically, what do I do with that? I, I, I don't know. It's not, he'll talk about exactly what, exactly what to do with that and how a person is supposed to understand it. But, but the avoid is not always so practical. And the avoid is sometimes when a person gets a sagas, a person starts to understand things in a deeper way and that has a, that has a tremendous, tremendous effect on everything in a person's life. Right? In the Sharblad of, uh, of the Tanya, the Sharblad of Sefer Shalbanim, the, the, the way the Tanya explains what the Sefer is going to be, it's based on Amayim Chazal, while Tanya writes that it's going to be a Sefer which is a derech arucha shehi ketzara. And we spoke about this before, that there's two drachim in life that a person can take. One is derech ketzara shi arucha, and one is derech arucha shi ketzara. You can take a path that looks very short, but ultimately the way Chazal explained to us that although it looks very short, it looks like you're going to get to your destination quickly, ultimately there's a lot of things that get in the way, and a lot of obstacles in the way, Mimele, you're not able to get there. So in terms of the length, in terms of the distance, the path looks very short, but in terms of the amount of obstacles that are on the path, it's a very, very long path, and for you to get to the ear, to get to that city is going to take you a long time. Then there's another path. The path looks very long in terms of distance, in terms of how many miles, it's a very long path. But in terms of getting to your destination, it's gonna get you there a lot quicker. Why? Because it's a smoother path. It's a path that doesn't have as many obstacles. So if you're just looking in a chitzonistic way, just looking in terms of distance, you're gonna pick the derech chitzorah, But ultimately, it's gonna end up being much longer. The Baltania says that the way, the way he wrote the Sefer is in a way which is derech arucha shi So it's a long Sefer. You have to go through just the first chilek of the Sefer, is fifty is fifty three prokim just to get through sefer so is fifty three prokim then you go through shayi yichad vamuna you go through igus kodesh you go through say you know it's it, it's a long it, it's a long sefer igus atchuv it's a long sefer and there's a lot a lot of things there and it's not right away talking about things that are practical it's derech arucha shikatzara it's going to take time but as a person sits and as a person starts to get a sagas and as a person starts to understand the inner workings of themselves then obviously that's going to have effect on the way a person interacts even in therapy people have this they'll go to a therapist and they'll say okay. I, just tell me practically, right? Someone just told me the other week. So I don't like going to I don't like going to therapy anymore. Why? He said he's not telling me practical things that I, I, you know. Every time I want him to give me practical homework, what I should do every single week. That, that's not the point of therapy. The point of therapy is it's supposed to uncover and supposed to get to understand yourself, understand what your challenges are, understand what's getting in the way of you being able to you being able to function in, in the best way possible, and then eventually it will have an effect in every part of your life. But you have to really get to the core. You have to get to the root. You have to understand things at their source. And then they're going to have a tremendous effect on you. And that's really, again, and I'll explain it more about Richas and much more about Aymek, but that's what he's going to explain to us, is that this is not a problem of Chachmasim Rubme Maisev, because this is part of Maisev. This is part of the way that we live, part of the way that we act. The person understands who the Rabbanishlam is in a little deeper way. The person understands what Tefillah is in a deeper way. So aside from just Pirush Hamilas, the person can say, I want to work on Tefillah. So the best way to work on Tefillah is get an article sitter and know what I'm saying. And obviously that's the first step. But then this higher Hasagas of Tefillah, 
And a person starts to understand tefillah in a deeper way. A person start to, starts to understand the structure of tefillah, how it goes from brachas to psukah v'zimra, to kriyishma, to shmana esrei, and then back down to tachanon. And there's a whole marach, there's a whole way that the, 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 the tefillahs are set up based on the kavanas. And a person starts to understand things in a deeper way. Memelitz must be on his tefillah. Memelitz is going to change the way his tefillah is. A person starts to understand shvus in a different way. So it's not just, okay, what am I going to learn on shvus? Tell me practically what's the best way to make sure I get through the whole night learning without being mavata myself, without being mavata ter bechlau. Start to understand what hasagas a person could be Makabal on Shavuos. The Shavuos is the Indian of Kesar and you start to understand things that seem to be on a practical level above our Hasaga, above the practical day-to-day -day of life, but ultimately that has the greatest effect on a person because when a person starts to understand the inner workings of himself and the inner workings of the world and the way the Rabbanishim interacts with the world, ultimately that has an effect on every single one of his mice. And Amimela, it, it looks at the beginning, like it's Derech it looks like it's very long, it's, it's complicating. And it looks like you're talking about things that are not very practical day to day. There's no, you know, you don't come out of the drush and say, okay, now I know what I need to do. And they come home and tell your wife, the Rav spoke in Chul this week and he said, we should all make a Kabbalah, that we should do this. And the next week is a new Kabbalah, and the next week is a new, it's their chasar shi'arucha. Every week something else. Every week it's, it's their chasar. It's very nice. It's short, right away. There's something practical. You take it home, make the kabbalah, and your family makes the kabbalah. And then three weeks later, you're back to the new kabbalah that the Rav said out. It's their chasar, but it's, it's shi'arucha. Doesn't you look back after 20, 30 years and you say, where have I gotten with all these kabbalahs? Where have I gotten with all these chitzonius that You haven't gotten anywhere. When a person works in the way pnimius, so then the pnimius will be ma'ira and the chitzonius, and the male will have a tremendous effect. And that's what he's going to explain to us. I'll give us a little bit of a saga, what he's going to do even, even over here now. He's going to talk about the five halakim of the neshama, the nefesh, ruach, neshama, and then the two higher levels, which are called chai yechida. They'll talk about the four elamas, really it's five elamas, is adam kadman, atzilas, bri, yitzira, asiya, and I'll talk about how those interact with each other. And then I'll explain to us that every one of us have a shaykh to this, that we're not talking about things which are beyond us, we're not talking about things which are only shaykh mekobalim. Every single yid and klai, you saw the etzim has a shaykh to it. And the more we're involved in learning this form, the more we understand these things at a deeper level, the more will affect every single one of his mice. So let's see a drop inside how he says. He says, He brings down the Mishnah, the Mishnah that we began with. What's a daimah to? The rock's going to come and knock it away. It's nice. You have all these asagas. Nice. You have all this chachma. Where's the action? Where's the practical? That's what the Mishnah says. How do you judge if what you're doing is properly? You have to you have to decide. Am I more involved in chachma or more involved in myself? How can we learn Zerah We don't live in those worlds. We live in Elamasia. We live in the practical world down here. So you open up a Zerah Kaddish and starts talking about Hasagas, starts talking about higher Elamis, talking about Sphiris, Partsufim. We don't live in there. We live right here in the Elamasia. We live in a practical way. Did you put on film? Did you not put on film? Did you keep Shabbos? Did you not keep Shabbos? So how do you learn these from This is an issue with Learning it itself is I'm learning about something that's not right here and right now. That's not practical to my day-to-day -day life. And it should be a problem of this problem of the fact that it's not practical. We know from Svarma Gadeshim, Shiyesh la Ishla Yisrael, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai Yechida. We call the whole, you know, the whole system, we call it a Neshama. But we know that the Svarma Gadeshim explained to us that the Neshama is broken down into five Chalakim. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, 
That's one part I'll talk about. And then What is that? The nefesh ruach and neshama they dwell with inside of the person. The nefesh is found in the kaved. The kaved is the liver, that which that which has dam, right? That's why the pasuk says nefesh That's the blood. It's the lowest part of a person's neshama. It's that which gives energy to the body to be able to stay alive. You have a body, and the body without the neshama is is looks the same. Looks like the same body. When a person passes away, so the body doesn't look any different. The body's still there. The eyes are there. The nose is there. The mouth is everything's there. But nothing's working because it's missing that level, which is called the nefesh. The nefesh yadam—that's the thing that allows the blood to pump through the body, the heart to pump. It allows everything in the body to be to be working. That's called the nefesh, and it's not just a physical thing. It's not that your heart stops working and the brain stops, you know, stop functioning, and that's why a person's nifter. It's that the nefesh inside of inside of the person has stopped working. That's the lowest level of it. That's the nefesh bekaved. That's the pashat, the actions that a person's involved in. Haruach is believed. The ruach is the second level of the neshama. That refers to the emotional part of a person. That's why it's found in the lev. Haruach is believed. And neshama is b'moichi. When we put on tefillin, we say neshama she The neshama, which is the intellectual part of a person, not just the hasagas of, of a person, that's placed in the mayach. Those are the three main parts of a person that we talk about. It's nefesh, ruach, and neshama. In other words, the, the way the svarim bring it as well, it's three levushim. Machshava, deeper, and maisa. Machshava, deeper, and maisa is really connected to those three things. Machshava is the neshama. Deeper is more connected to the second level, which is ruach. That's where ruach memalala is connected to the Indian of speech. And the lowest level is the maisa, is the action that a person does. And every person is made up of these three parts of his neshama, which are called nefesh, ruach, and neshama. And they're all interacting with each other. There's the intellect, is that which I know, the knowledge that I have, there's the emotions that I feel, and then there's the actions that I do. And ultimately, the way it's supposed to work in a proper way, Ms. Ram explained to us, is in a way where it's melech. Melech is that there's a mayach, then it goes down to the lave, which is the lamid, and then to the kaveh, then to the liver, which is the place where the nefesh, where the nefesh is ke nefesh adam. A person, a person who's a melech, a person who's a king, his mayach, his intellect, is able to result, is able to reign over his lave, is able to be the king over the lave. Then instead of my emotions running, running my life, my intellect is running my life. I know what I need to do, and I act emotionally. I, I'm emotionally. I'm emotionally invested in that which I know I need to do. So I know that I need a daven, but I'm not just, I, it's not just knowledge. I actually feel that desire to daven. And then I go to the Maisa, and then that's the Asiya, then there's the Kaveh, then there's the lowest part, which is the action, then a person's actually involved in the action that a person's doing it. Melech, melech is Mayach, Leiv, and Kaveh. It goes from the Mayach, which is Neshama Sheva Mayachi, to the Leiv, which is the Ruach, all the way down to the Kaveh, which is the Nefesh. Avachai Yechida. But then it says that there's two more parts of the neshama, which are called chaya and yechida. Those are above the guf. They're, they're higher than the level of the guf, and they're higher than the level of the neshama. The third level is the level of the neshama. These are two parts of the neshama that are really reside outside of the person. They surround the person. They're called a makif. They surround the person. We'll see they're connected to a person. They're not just in the world. They're surrounding a person himself. So if you can imagine, again, a physical mashal, if you imagine the nefesh, and neshama are inside of the person, there's like a light surrounding a person, this ar makif, which is surrounding a person, which is called Chaya and Yechida. We don't mean that they're extra, they're, you know, the things which are not necessary. They're an ikr to the person and they're connected to the nefesh ruach neshama. So it's not just that, you know, there's the ear all around the world and that's the chayi Every person has his own nefesh ruach neshama which are inside the guf and then they have the chaya and yechida which are outside of the guf but are connected. So we'll talk about in a minute a mashal to be able to understand. They'll give a mashal. They'll understand that they're all connected to the person. Even that which is outside of the guf is very much connected to the part of the neshama that's inside the guf. And he says a mashal. He says, I, 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 I'll give a mashal which is not a perfect mashal, but it's at least a mashal to help us understand it. He says, You have a massive barrel. 
And then you have a little, you'll have a little bottle of wine. You want to get the wine from the barrel into the bottle of wine. So what do you need? You need a funnel to be able to pour it from the barrel into the wine. If you try to do that, it will spill all over the place. You need a funnel. So you take a funnel, you put it onto the bottle. Now you're pouring the wine from the barrel into the funnel. That part of the funnel that's not in the bottle, right? The wider part of the funnel, that's very much connected to the, to the bottle itself, right? And the wine that's in that part of the funnel will eventually go down and come into the bottle. So on the one hand, that part of, a, part of the, a part of the funnel, which is outside of the bottle, which is not inside the neck of the bottle, is part of the funnel, and it's, part of, it's not something which is above it, it's not beyond the funnel, it's part of the funnel, but it's also not inside the bottle. And that's what the nefesh, the nefesh ruach and neshama chayim yichida are. The nefesh ruach and neshama, the three lower parts of the neshama, are like the part of the funnel that's inside the actual neck of the bottle. It's the lower part of the funnel, the one that goes inside the wine bottle. And the higher part, the chayin nechida, are the things that are too wide, they don't fit in. If you try to take the funnel and put it into the bottle, it doesn't fit into the neck of the bottle. There's a thin part in the bottom of the funnel, that part goes in, the wider part doesn't go in. So the wider part's connected to the funnel, it's part of the funnel, you need it for the funnel. If you just had the thin part, then there's no point in the funnel at all. You need the wider part, but then the wide part takes something which is too big to be able to fit in, and it slowly makes it smaller. It's mitzamtzam, it's small, into a smaller place until it becomes a thin stream that's then able to go into the wine bottle itself. And that's the mashal I'll give. Let's see it inside. He says, the, the funnel that you use to pour in mayim or yayim, into a little jug. Only the little, only the little part only the little part of the funnel actually goes into the, into the neck of the bottle. The main part of the funnel is not that little part because the little part is the same size as the neck of the bottle. It doesn't do anything. The main part of the funnel is what? Is the wide part of the funnel. Where's most of the wine found? Not in the, not in the thin part that goes into the bottle. Most of the wine found, all the wine found really in the wide part of the funnel. The main mila in the funnel is that it's wide and then it gets thin. So you need the wide part. That's the ichor. That's where most of the wine resides is in the wine part, the wide part of the funnel. It's the same thing when it comes to Arun Kedusha. We're talking about the essence of the neshama of a yid. So there's this massive Kedusha that has, that's inside or connected to the Rasham of every single Yid. There's a part of it that actually is able to be mitzamtzim, it's actually able to go inside of the guf of the person. It's that little, little teeny bit that gets inside of the person. And it says, maybe that little drip is even smaller and more and thinner and a little bit less of that Kedush is actually going in. That little part of the funnel that goes in, that's the nefesh ruach and neshama, which is in the covet, the lev and the mayach. However much a person works on being able to be makabal. But that's the little part of it that you makabal. And then, if you can imagine, again, a physical muscle above the person, there's this funnel. There's this massive funnel of Ur of, of, Ur of the Rabbanish Lelam, which is then funneling inside of a person. So, what goes into the top part of the person, the Mayach of a person? Just the top, just the bottom part of the funnel. That little thin part of the bottom of the funnel. But above, above the head of a person, again, it's not specific about the head, but it's surrounding a person is a much wider funnel, a much, the, the actual where the ur is coming into, and it's pouring in. So if you talk about the chay and yechida, which are the two higher parts of the neshama, are they connected to the, to the neshama itself? Yeah, of course, because they're in the funnel. We're not talking about the barrel itself. The barrel itself is not connected. The barrel itself is ur and safe, 
That's something which is beyond even the funnel. But once you take from the barrel and you put it in the funnel, now everything in that funnel is connected to the wine bottle itself. It's not in the wine bottle, but it's connected to the wine bottle. So the or of the chaya and yechid of every single person, that or of kedusha, which is above a person, is not orange safe. We're not talking about something which is infinite, which is, which is not connected to the person itself. The, the nefesh ruach neshama is inside of you, and the chaya yechid is connected to the part that's inside of you, but it's connected to you specifically. And I'll say, every person has their own chaya and yechid, and it's not just one that's for everybody. Maybe the barrel, if you're giving the mushal, the barrel is one thing that, that's shava to everybody. That's the orin safe, that's the infinite light of Hashem. But as soon as the Rabban Hashem takes that light and puts it inside of a person to create the neshama inside of a person, all that wine that's poured from the barrel into the funnel is connected and intimately connected to who you are. And not only is it intimately connected, it actually gives life to the nefesh ruach neshama. So it's not something that's outside of me. The nefesh ruach neshama, the part that's inside of me, only has the ability to exist and to be able to function because of the rest of the wine that's being poured in the top part of the funnel. So the top part, the chayin yechida, which are connected to a person, are intimately connected, and they're the, they're the, the life source which gives chiyas to the nefesh ruach neshama. And therefore he says, From the top to the bottom, it's a funnel. But that's the wide part of the funnel that can't fit inside of a person. Then it gets a little bit thinner the funnel, and then that actually that actually goes inside of a person. And he just finishes off and he just says, Well, read one more paragraph. He says, He says, It doesn't begin with the funnel. Obviously, it begins with the barrel. It begins with something much higher than that. Right? Every single year is a mamish, which means we come from the Chachmasi Yisbarach. You come from all the way at the top. Obviously, we come from a much higher place than that. Right? Look at Tanya Perak Bays where he discusses this at length. We are the source of the of the Chelikalikaimimalas, but we're coming all the way from the top. Then it goes from the Chelikalikaimimalamish, and it slowly starts to, you know, to be Mitzamsim, to start getting more and more Levushim, to have this aspect of Yurida, and it goes all the way down until it comes into every individual, into their net, into their Chaya and Yechida, and then even further down into the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama. Avakim and Sha'anam Adabim says, we're only going to talk about the part that's a shame prati to the person, right? So ain't shame prati noif for the amar love shall ruven shavah shimon. When you're talking about the barrel itself, so the barrel is not limited, the barrel is not connected to this wine bottle itself. It could, the barrel could fit into many wine bottles. The guy is pouring wine into wine into wine into barrel, into bottles, there's a hundred bottles in front of him. The barrel is not connected to any one of the bottles. It's connected to all the bottles equally. So that when we're not talking about the barrel, we're talking about in the, in the mushal, we're talking about the wine that's already inside of, the, inside of that funnel as opposed to the wine in the barrel. Even though that's the source of it, but we're already talking about once the wine is moved from the barrel, into, into the funnel, right? No one's going to say, says, no one's going to say that the Yayin Shevachavis, Begam Kaloche Yormen Al Mashpech, Misyaches Achavis, Ois Luchas Pratis. It's not connected to one specific bottle. The Kiluach Achavis Kurum Isai. It's called the wine in the barrel. The Raka Mashpech Litzluchas Misyaches. Only the wine that's already inside of the funnel, that's connected to the actual bottle itself. Mifneshim, it's Samsim, Kafi Pratis, it's Luchas, Kitchuna Vagava. You already took it from the, from the wine ba- barrel and you already poured it into the funnel. When we're talking about each individual person, once it already came to the place of Chaya and Yechida, even though it's above the person and it's beyond the person, it's Makhev, it surrounds the person, now it's already individual. Now it's already that which is connected to your Nefesh Ruach and Neshama, and now we can already talk about it with the Shem Prati. Now it's your Chaya Yechida, now it's your 
Chayichida. Every person has their own Chayichida, which is connected to their Nefesh Ruach and Neshama. That which is in the barrel, that which is the Ein Seif, that which is the infinite light, that we're not talking about, we're only talking about the Chayichida. And again, this is Agdama, we'll get into how this, how this has an effect on us, because we'll see that when we talk about things which seem to be beyond us, they're not really beyond us. Once we understand that the Chayichida, that which looks beyond us, is Be'etzim connected to us, and it's having a direct hashpa on the Nefesh Ruch and Neshama inside of us, so we'll start to understand that, yeah, even things which may seem beyond us, and may seem above us, are not, be, are not above us, they're in the funnel. So the funnel will eventually trickle down and come into the Nefesh Ruch and Neshama. So right now, it looks like it's beyond us. Right now, it's an armakav, it's something that's surrounding me, it's something that I have some sort of a saga, but, it, but it's beyond me, it's, it's, it's a little bit above and beyond me. But that which is above and beyond me, and is you know, away from me, and a chanami, that won't affect you. But that which is above and beyond me, but is connected to my essence, it's connected to the chayin yichid of every neshama, that will actually have an effect on the nefesh ruach and neshama, on the inside parts of a person, that will slowly trickle down to the mayach, then to the lev, and then ultimately, all the way down to maizim, and therefore it doesn't begin with the maizim down there. It really begins with the chayin yichid, it really begins with the armakef, really begins with things are beyond, in that funnel, then slowly will go from the funnel, and trickle down eventually into the nefesh ruach and neshama. So that's what we'll see, we'll see next week. I'll go with this explanation, but that's, you know, the kids of what he's saying is that this which are beyond us, but they're not really beyond us. They're connected to us. The aura is just too big to be mitzamsim down into the guf, but ultimately it's connected to the nefesh, ruach, and neshama, the three lower parts of the neshama, which are inside the guf. And so we'll continue next week with Ice Base.